Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> it is Wednesday, so you know it's time for the Tea Sizzle edition of the Extra Point Show. So honored to have my right-hand woman back in the building. Tasha T. Sizzle coming in live from the DR. How are you doing today, Miss Tasha? It's very rainy here today. I mean, it's been raining nonstop for the last two days. So I have my Dominican head wrap. You know, back home, we'll put a bonnet on. But here, they put this little net mesh type thing on when they wrap their luxurious locks up. Oh, right. You look like common. And, and, and there you go. Embracing your inner shot town. See, there's still a little bit of America left in you, T-Sizzle. You're looking good. Glad to have you. Well, oh, and congratulations. I saw the new whip. Uh -huh. <laughs> I can fit a lot of toots in that on my birthday visit. No, you <laughs> it is so difficult to obtain an automobile in the Dominican Republic, believe it or not. It's not. Like why? Why is that? Uh, because they, when they get stuff, everything is imported here. So you have to pay the taxes on that. Where we would get a car, a 2015, 16 car, maybe nine, $10,000. Well, you have to pay the taxes on that. And then if you don't have your visa, which I do not have yet, you can't get a loan. So I had to pay cash for that automobile. Wow. Dropping the cash down for, and that wasn't, that wasn't no Chevy Chevette. That, that was a, a nice little a chunk of, 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 of automobile. So uh, congratulations to you. It's a little Kia Sportage, which is something you need here because the roads are terrible. They have the biggest potholes and the biggest speed bumps that you could ever imagine anywhere in life. So you kind of need something to sit up off the ground. So, it, I mean, it's a good investment. It only had about 54,000 miles on it. It was a 2015, 2015 Kia Sportage. So. Yeah, I'm happy. Right, it look it looks very nice, and I will exchange potholes for the beach any day. Um, before we get into the the nuts and bolts of the show, um, we have a sponsor, Miss T Sizzle. Of course, is May James Coffee. That's M A E J A N E S Please go out and support my baby girl in ordering your coffee. Again, you can get yes. your Colombian blend, your Honduran blend, and your Brazilian blend coffee. And she grinds everything and ships it out to you. And now it is, we're coming on the heels of Black History Month. It is now Women's Month. Miss Sasha Denise embodies both, and she's a business owner. So we're going to throw in Hustlers Month with that. An African-American woman running her own business in 2021, that's what it is. Y'all go out and get you some Mary Janes. I got mine. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Sorry, I thought this was after dark. Shouts out to Marcus Stone checking in saying he needs some tea. We will work on that. Now, tea sizzle. Now, today in, in Texas, uh, a place that you've visited and frequented quite often, today in Texas is what I would like to call um Juneteenth for the non-mass crowd. It, it, it's their Juneteenth. They've been freed by Governor Abbott. 
Let's just get your quick thoughts on that. Just looking from afar now that you're in a, an entirely different country. I don't want to hear one MF complain about having to go back into a lockdown because the numbers increase with the COVID. Because didn't Texas have like 7,000 new cases and on the day he announced that they were going to, that he was going to lift the mask mandates and have everything else, you know, 100% open? It's stupidity. And I was watching the news this morning and they were saying how the United States is lacking so far behind other countries when it comes to the prevention and the fighting of the COVID because they refuse to do the simple things. Stay in the house and wear a mask. Right. So I don't want to hear from Texas, from uh, Mississippi, and from Florida who just d- did whatever they wanted to do the whole time anyway. Right. I don't want to right. hear it when the cases increase and then you're on the news talking about your loved one died or whatever happened because you just could not wait. If you all would have just stayed in the house, did what you were supposed to do, it it could have been better. I mean, I don't think it's going to go away, you know, forever, but do what you need to do. I mean, I hate when I just got glasses during the pandemic. Do you know how hard it is to wear a mask and glasses? Right. You got to, you got to strategically place right at a certain point on the bridge of your nose to keep from having to have windshield wipers on on the edges of your glasses, so it, I mean it, it it can be an inconvenience, but but not worth catching COVID and worth catching the COVID. And then even when I pull my, my glasses are here, so I'm walking around the store and stuff <laughs> like this, and then you can't breathe when you have to put your glasses. But I still wear my mask. Right now, to the people that that are venturing out today, because I will be venturing out a little bit later, but. Um, I've been in the essential work field, so I've always had to go out since this thing started. So it's not much changes for me. But if you're ready to venture back out and you know you high risk, you know you got pre-existing conditions. I don't want to hear you talking no no sad talk when I, when you at the club, when you down at two one four, when you're on Greenville Avenue, when you at the you know when you at the you know at some of these places that are not going to require a mask. Just move accordingly. Like the the anti-mask crowd has already told you what it is. They've gotten their non-essential pleasures back. Now, if you want to go swim with 5,000 uh, kids at the at the Wave Country, that's on you. Just understand what, what you're dealing with because nobody's going to feel sorry for you if you catch COVID out there rent because well, you want to have spring break. Not I. So don't, and don't be bringing your, your, your arses down here to the DR bringing germs because, you know, we're a third world country down here. So, you know, we don't have all the sophistication and the the respirators and everything that some of these other countries have. Stay yours right. at home. Right. Lay, lay, lay low. Um, so um, we just want to put that PSA out there. Don't make us come back on here and give you the SYAD award because you got high blood pressure, dementia, diarrhea and, and, and bronchitis and, and and you down in the skating rink like we ain't trying to hear that <laughs> you just had to go rollerblading <laughs> we ain't trying to hear that you sit still this ain't for you this is for the people who, who don't care or have already caught it or got vaccinated that's their business i'm happy for the small business owners that get to open back up again i know that's been tough for them the last year but other than that, sit your ass down somewhere. Y'all get the SYAD award if you got pre-existing conditions. Now, um, 
Sunday, uh, S-Y-A-D, I, I, I sat my own down, and, and I, I thought I'd get a glimpse of this uh, Oprah interview. Now, to be to be totally transparent, I was not intending to watch the Oprah interview with the Duke and the Duchess because the Equalizer come on at 7 o'clock. I was trying to see some Queen Latifah kick a little ass. <laughs> but since they said she was coming on afterwards, I thought I'd sit through it. Um, lots to unpack there, Tasha. What are your thoughts on Oprah's interview with the Duke and the Duchess? Okay, now, I know this is not after dark. This is not really an after dark statement, but I think it's reality. Markle, like Tiger Woods, we accept those who are biracial but do not identify as black. You know, they say the one drop rule or whatever, whatever. But this, everything that has happened with her and the royal family and everything, it showed her more than anything that she is black. got pulled over because he was taking those pills and when that report police report came out it had race and it had black there are certain things in life that show you who you really are regardless of what you think or what you try to hide mm -hmm. i mean you can't i'm not saying oh, she, yeah she you know her father's white and everything i'm not saying that you have to deny that side of your heritage but she went to northwestern she was in a white sorority because she was identifying, in my opinion, as white. I'm not trying to say maybe she was trying to pass as white because, of course, she loves her mother. She's never had um, her mother has never been a secret. But I think this is a reality check for her. Yes, yes, I agree. On to the actual interview, I find it strange that they cut Harry off of his money. He said he was only living off of, you know, the money that the late, you know, Diana left him. But yet mm -hmm. they continue to support that. What's the guy? Uh, the marriage. I can't even think of his name now. The marriage Fergie, uh, the other brother. Uh, oh, William? Jeff no, uh-uh, uh-uh. The marriage Fergie. Oh, what is his name? The uncle that was caught up with Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name, but I do remember that that scandal. But they're still supporting him financially. And they have yet to address him doing the thing that he alleged that has been alleged to do, but yet they want to pull a full-on investigation into Megan bullying the staff when she was there. And eating avocado from Blood Diamond countries. <laughs> she, she, she had that terrorist toast. <laughs> it sounds like the Brian Wilbur checking in. Um, You're but, so uh, I, I, Right, I was just like, now, I'm going to keep it real. Now, I grew up with a black mother, black sister, and y'all know my sister. Y'all know how she moved. I can totally see my sister cussing out somebody at the, <laughs> I love you, Steph. <laughs> but regardless if, if it was Harry and the Hendersons, if, if it was Harry Douglas, or if it was Prince Harry, you ain't rolling up on her if you can't. You know what I'm saying? It might be, no. it might be a, a situation. 
So I'm not gonna say um that she that, that she did or didn't speak out those people, but it it did come off to me now. Now I don't know if anybody else caught this, but when Harry came up to uh to do his part, this was Megan the whole time. She was staring a hole through that temple. Like you stick to the script. Don't you don't you bring up you stick to and then Nobody when he start getting you like this, you right. and, when, and when he started to improvise or elaborate, oh she cut that off and continued the sentence. And I was like, Megan. Now okay, maybe you did want to kill yourself, and maybe they I mean I know they was treating you wrong, but you still, you y'all still couldn't answer, and the only time she didn't have nothing to say is when Oprah asked her, asked him, "Would you still be in the palace if you weren't with her?" And he said yes. He said yes. <laughs> he said yes because he was thinking about his mother. You know, if he didn't have to protect Megan the flashbacks of his mother wouldn't be in his mind, you know? Okay. Because I okay, that's the fair. one girl that, that I, I liked him dating, and I know I'm too deep into this. Her name was Cressida, and I thought she was so gorgeous. Had he married Cressida? Like the Toyota? It, <laughs> Cressida, I don't think it would have been the same thing because no matter how much we try to say it doesn't exist, racism still still exists. And it's always going to exist. And the fact that he, I think he felt like if, if it wasn't Megan that he had to protect, if he would have been someone else, he would not have had to leave the palace. You, you know, like they love um, Kate, Catherine, they love her. So there's no one coming at her sideways where William has to, like he had to defend her at all costs. Right, right. Now, Whereas, uh, go ahead. No, go, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, you already heard them say that they didn't have protection. I mean, you think baby Archie, and I put this on Facebook, and I think he is the seventh in line to the throne. Have security? And he doesn't have a title? Right. A baby. He is a baby, an innocent child. And I, and I will admit, I was when she said she was pregnant, I was wondering, how dark is it going to be? Not because of the racism. Well, I mean, in, in a way it was, because I'm thinking, are they going to accept this child if this right. child comes out dark? Now, Michelle Corder shouts out to her for checking in and says, I caught that too, Paul, as far as the staring. He wouldn't have left the palace at all if this stuff wouldn't have popped off. And he not been with Megan. Now, when 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 Oprah caught wind of that, Oprah did a good job of trying to make him elaborate. And then he went to the she freed me, kind of like she released me from the Matrix, like she's Morpheus or somebody. But you know, I was trapped. And she was like, You were trapped? You 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 grew <laughs> nice. I was like, <laughs> um, that you grew up in this environment. You was a kid in this environment. You had all the privilege, all the wealth, all the resources in the world. Like you felt trapped in this. Like, well, yeah. And Megan was because, clenching them knuckles. 
But you think about it. He does not have a chance in hell of getting on that throne. So he's always been able to live his life and be free. But since he was under the monarchy, he probably wasn't able to be the buck wild Harry that he really wanted to be because you still right. have his father, then you still right. have his brother, and then his brother had three ch has three children now, so that pushes him further down the line. So he was probably right. like, right, he'd have to go on a murdering spree to become king. Free me, Amistad! Like he was ready to get up out of there. He was already smoking weed in the basement, and you know he. He's a party boy, you know? I mean, he does all his good charitable works, just like his late mother and things like that. But if I knew, okay, you have two other siblings, you, Damie, and Steph. If you know that there's no chance in hell of you becoming the next king of England or the king of, of out north, did you want to live your life? You said the king of out north? <laughs> <laughs> They're going to have a parade on Jefferson Street. Hello. Hello, my gentrified community. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he wanted, Megan, in, in essence, did free him because he wants to live his life. He wants to be the Harry that he wanted to be. Right. You now, know, that goes well, right into what Marcus Stone just said. Bye. Now, Marcus bye. says he wanted to sow, sow his royal oats. Now, I will say this. I, now, before he met Megan, he, he, he was watching tip drill videos and BET after dog, like that. We all know the, the the white guys. We all know them that are comfortable around African American women. Does not scare you, but oh yeah, you don't deal with a sister. Like like we can just tell that you don't knock one off because there there's not that wall of fear. <laughs> there, Harry don't have that wall of fear, and and maybe he was getting the best of both worlds. He you know he. She probably had can give him some of that that experience and, and the family heritage and all of that while still passing the paper bag test. You know, a photo of Halle Berry up in his dorm room on his wall. I'm glad he didn't mess with her because <laughs> she can't. She like that would have been worse. He's got jungle fever. Look, her mom was telling Megan, when I say he got his own money, he got his own money. His own money. <laughs> so, so in, in conclusion, are you more sympathetic to Megan and and um, and the Prince now that they have these multi-million dollar platform deals with with Spotify and, and Lord knows who else? They're going to be set for the rest of their life. Mama left him a chunk of change in his trust fund, so. Do you feel sorry for him? Do you feel empathetic for him? Or, or is this just much ado about nothing at the end of the day? I kind of feel sorry for them, but it's almost like you're marrying into the monarchy. You knew right. what, you know, what this entailed. Right. As far as him, I feel sorry for him because... I do too. I mean, because he's, he's left all he's known. Right. Or the woman that that he loves, but again, he has the choice. He could have told her, "This is not what we're going to do. You need to get into shape, or you need to do this." But I think he's actually choosing his happiness, but it is making him sad at the same time. And here's the thing: here's why I feel sorry for him for one reason and one reason only. He can never leave her. Never. 
if 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 the 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 world would crucify him, he would look like he was wrong. It would reinforce um a negative image of him. It would re bring racism all the way back. Oh, okay. So the heat got on him, so he tossed that little sister to the side. And, and like, so he's trapped. Like now you're trapped, Henry. Now, now you're trapped, bro. You can't leave this woman now. If if anything, you gonna have to get her to leave you, because right. when the woman leaves, right. she's strong. She's Tina Turner talking about, "I'll give you my rings. I just need a place to stay." You know, but the man, the woman's fed up. <laughs> don't don't. Oh, look, that's enough. That's much art, Kelly. We can give you on the radio. Marcus says, <laughs> I applaud them when you challenge the norm that doesn't want to change. You expose the hypocrisy. I'm glad they got out of there alive. They went out on the Mayflower like when, when Indianapolis left Baltimore. Left Baltimore. <laughs> Load up the Mayflower. <laughs> we out of here. Okay. Shouts out to um, Tyler Perry for giving him a place to stay and security as well. Shouts out to a brother stepping up and helping a, a sister, even if the sister don't always invite us to the barbecue. Like, but that's a lot of our life. OJ, Tiger, the rest of y'all. You step out on us and we always make sure that, that the raindrops don't hit your head right. at the end of the day. When when right. the world that you wanted so hard to ingratiate yourself with, throw your ass out. We might lecture you. We might talk about you. But we're going to open the door and let you back in and keep a roof over your head at least. Shouts out to Tyler yeah. Perry for that. Now, Speaking of roof over the head, oh Dakota Rain, your 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 Mississippi State Bulldog, he ain't worried about no roof. He's gonna have several roofs. Is, is, is that a plural word? What's the plural for roof? Roofs. Roofs. <laughs> we got to look into that. He's gonna have several after signing the second richest contract in the history of the NFL, four years, one hundred and sixty million dollars. 66 to sign, 75 million guaranteed in year one. Tasha, your thoughts on the deal? But that did Jerry leave any money for anybody else on the team? Now, that that's the question that needs to be answered because with you saying that, and I'm so you're so eloquent and so brilliant at your segues because you segue right into this. It just dropped today, this morning, that the NFL has released the salary cap for this year. It's 182 million down from 198 last year. Now, Marcus, yeah, you told us he will get paid, but. That team was needed way more than a the quarterback. They won the quarterback away from the Super Bowl. And remember what we, what we talked last week. I said how now these quarterbacks are go these players in general. I think they're going more for the money. We were talking about JJ Watt mm -hmm. because that could have gone somewhere else and been a contender. The Cowboys are not a contender. Mm -mm. They're not. Yeah. True enough, it, since Dak has been there, he's only had, what, one, I think, one losing season since he's been there. And that was what but, I see. Right. But look how hard he had to work to basically dragging the team on his back. Right. And, you know, right. usually when these players get this money for some strange <clears throat> reason, their play goes down. I don't know what it is about that. Um, Just look at... um. 
Oh my gosh, the um, some of the runners, Ezekiel Elliott, played with the crap. Um, you look at uh, what's some of the other running backs that, that messed up the market. Um, Todd Gurley got that massive record contract. We don't know who he plays for now. Arthritis in his ankles. Is he still with the Falcons? <laughs> I mean, he, he has arthritis like in his knee or his ankle or, or something. Jared Goff, gone after getting that massive deal. Um, uh, Carson Wentz, he got that. He just sat over there and powdered on the bench and with all that guaranteed money. I mean, even Megatron, but Megatron quit for a different reason. Megatron was still balling, but he still got you know paid by the Lions. And then he was like, uh uh, because y'all want me to take these pills when I'm hurt and my body's broken up, but I'm gonna call it quits, right. Now, Marcus says, yeah, the energy company just got paid, so Jerry got plenty of money, so now I want the Cowboys to lose even more now. There's a lot of people out there that agree with that. There's a lot of people ain't rocking with Jerry right now in Texas. It's not. And it's, I don't understand. <laughs> well, I mean, I do understand. If somebody's giving me $176 million, I'm going to take that money too, but you got to be ready to, to defend yourself when your team plays like horse manure. Right, and you can't you can't get mad at your expectations being Super Bowl or bust now because now you're making Russell Wilson and Rodgers, you're making um, a Patrick Mahomes type money, players who are taking their teams deep into the playoffs every year. Not a splat here, a splat there, an eight and eight here, eight and eight there. Mm -hmm. They are consistently getting their teams deep in the playoffs and they are a favorite to reach the Super Bowl just about every year. Dak, that's on you now. Has a no trade clause and a no tag provision. With that, hey, I had to do it like this on that though. I mean, right? I mean, now don't get me wrong. I, I was all for the boy getting his money because I thought he deserved. You know, I mean, he got well. He's fourth round, and he was getting fourth round pay. He wasn't playing like a fourth rounder, so right. I did think he right. should. But they should have given him the money earlier. Right. Right. So, um. You're going to have to go out here and prove yourself that you're worth all of this money or become the naysayers. And for like $42 million a year over the next three years, when you have a team that has holes everywhere. Like they everywhere. Yeah. America's team was getting yanked off national TV games in the local market. They pulled a Cowboys game and pushed it up to 12 o'clock to play uh, Minnesota and Green Bay one week. Or I know it was Green Bay and Tampa Bay, something like that. And I was like, wow. Like, I've never seen that happen here in Texas. You remember in the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown? They had to make <laughs> costumes. And was it Charlie Brown or somebody had all the holes in their ghost costume? They, they had more than, than two holes for the eyes. That, that's the Cowboys. That's the Cowboys. The great pumpkin, Charlie Brown ghost outfit. That, that's them. Now, Marcus says, I'm glad they got the contract because that closed the door on Russell going to the Cowboys. Let's talk Russell for a second. I got a theory about Russell wanting out of Seattle all of a sudden. Now, I I, I had uh, kind of jokingly made a joke that, that he's chasing Brady's ghost because he's about building a brand now. And Brady kind of like is all about his brand, TV 12, the whole brand. But this looked like a Sierra move. This looks like a Sierra movie. Let's look. Automatic, supersonic, hypnotic, funky. <laughs> so melodic, it goes right through my chest. Boom. Right. 
Now, think about the think about the 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 NFC West and the teams that are in the NFC West. You have Arizona. Watch your mouth. No, no, follow me where I'm going. You have Arizona, you have Los Angeles, and you have um Seattle, Los Angeles, and San Francisco. In San Francisco, all bigger media markets for an entertainer than Seattle. So when he go on the road, he kicking it. <laughs> Sharing home with the babies. He's going to La La, which is right up the road from Vegas. He's going to Arizona, where, where Arizona is pretty nice uh, as far as the nightlife is concerned. And he's going to San Francisco, the Bay Area, where big tech is booming, where there's billionaires galore, where he can kind of get with the movers and shakers to help build that brand. And she's looking around like, okay, well, you don't want your Super Bowl here. They, like, well, why are we still here? It rained all the time. Ain't I no BT award. I, I can't get no work in Seattle. Seattle. This is the grunge place. They like grunge. They like tech. They ain't with the R&B. You got to get me to, and look at the names of the cities. He, he said I would go to, to the, the Raiders, Vegas. Get her a nice little residency. She ain't got to leave the kids nowhere. Uh, Dallas. You know Dallas's brand USA. Um, Chicago. Chicago. You know, home of the of some of the best producers in the in radio still today. Some of the biggest rappers in Chicago. Big time, you know, this sound like a Sierra move. What are your thoughts? Because once he came up under the from up under the cloud of of the snow snow bunny girl, he all of a sudden Oh snap. <laughs> that went over a lot of people's heads, so keep going. <laughs> he all of a sudden became instead of Russell, he became Russell. Like mm -hmm. let me let me rephrase that. Russell. Like Stefan right. Urkel, Stephen Urkel, and then he became Stefan Urkel. Right, right. He started dressing. He started just going with this rugged look, and he started doing all these other things that I don't necessarily think are Russell Wilson. Those are Sierra-influenced things. Right. And Marcus, we will throw in New Orleans. Yes, New Orleans was on that list, and another boom town to where it would embrace an R&B actor of her statue. You got the essence down there. The, the culture down there is amazing. We get that, but I want to pick up on something that you said that I, I don't think a lot of people really paid attention to either. When Russell and, and Sierra got together, Sierra was the top dog. He was just like Urkel, like you said. And she was the, what was the girl's name on Family Matters? <laughs> Laura. She was Laura, and he was Urkel. She was dating the rappers and Future and all of that. She was making videos with Missy, Lose Yourself, and all of that stuff. And he was just like the nerdy. And remember when all of us said, oh, she put that wham on him? You know what I'm saying? And and, and now he's like, now I'm getting my swag right. Then she's like, where you going? She didn't care where he was going before. <laughs> I've seen her when it comes. I mean, he had a, I mean, she has her own brand, true enough. But let's be honest. Her music career is kind of struggling. I yes. love Sierra to death. She's beautiful. She is flawless. The only thing she can do is dance. She needs to stop singing. And I, yeah, I said she stop singing or whatever that is. You said she, she can't sing. 
you know, she can't mm-hmm. S A N G. No, she can't sing either. But <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> I think they, I mean, now I think they benefit each other. Russell got her at a time when she was, you know, she can, let me come on, look at, look at her, who her baby daddy is. Come on. <laughs> but you know, I think he got her too, and he polished her off. He made he her not look as rough around the edges. She ain't dressing like Aaliyah no more. Right. Right. She's dressing like a a, a 30-year-old, 30-something-year-old woman should be dressing. He did. He Now, he put some spit shine on her, too. Now, did yes, she become yes. more relevant, though? I think on a broader scale, yes, Marcus, she did. On a on a broader scale, because she wasn't right. just crunking B anymore. She was Sierra. Right. Nobody was talking about her on CBS. Right. She was Sierra. The, she's now Sierra, the wife of Russell Wilson, not future baby mama. And, that and that's a big difference. Big damn difference. That's a big difference. Um, now, now, Marcus says that 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 she helped Russell tap into his natural roots, like juices and berries. Like, no, nah. no, he I'm tapped the natural right. roots. <laughs> no, Russell tapped them natural roots. Now, now he trying to put a baby in there every week. He wants another baby, but yes, she did. I think she brought out that not so corny because yes. he was he, he was, was very corny, corny but i think that was i mean look who he was married to and look what he was influenced by so y'all gonna have to google that part we're gonna make y'all do your own research on what she meant by that but yeah yeah nice job by you yeah so <laughs> i mean she did she knocked a lot of that cornball off of him she made russell in some as in some instances be irresistible and other people wanted him because nobody's looking at Russell Wilson and saying, hmm, Russell Wilson. But then he get with Sierra, it's like, oh, Russell. You know, it's, it's, it's a difference. <laughs> the Urkel and, and Stefan is the perfect analogy. Now, Marcus says, and her music uh, changed. She became more crossover. I think that's what this is all about. Now, she's, now that she's in a more national light and looked at as not so Atlanta R&B-ish, because you notice they didn't say Atlanta. On his wish list, she ain't trying to go back home to 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 crunk Atlanta. She wants to be more of a dare I say like a Beyonce type of brand. Throw it up, dubs on the Cadillac, white tees, Nike. That's still her. That's still my favorite song by her. Mother. <laughs> I mean, I don't yeah, think she's she, her grinding on the more hoods. No, no, no. With, with Luda, no, she's not gonna be doing that. <laughs> um, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff by you, but I, I, I'm I'm glad that somebody else saw that that just like the Duke and Duchess, the the female influence, especially when you got that body role, when you got that body role, a, a brother change religions, we'll, we'll go without speaking to our mamas, <laughs> we'll let the family disown us. Hell, we'll move to America. Look, it, I ain't never coming home no more. <laughs> right, put your mom on the phone. <laughs> right. And, and the thing is, that joke came by from real life. We've seen it happen. That he's like, look, I know my family don't approve. I'm going dolo. Cause my big toe ain't did this ever. <laughs> Got me working double time, right? 
Got me working overtime. I'm finna pay these damn bills. She ain't got to do nothing. Right. Sun, shine. Shouts out to Marcus for watching African-American movies. Um, Shouts out. Congratulations are in order to one Jawan Howard, our Big Ten Coach of the Year. <laughs> now, shouts out also to Michigan for winning the 2020 um, Big Ten regular season championship. Now, I know I asked you this last week, but in light of some of the losses that have occurred since, what is your new expectation for Michigan? Now we got the big we got the Big Ten uh, title, we got the tournament coming up, number one seed probably. What what do you, what what are you already satisfied? Has he already done enough? We got the number one recruit class coming in next year in basketball. What what do you want to see in March? Well, I told you last week that I'm not big on the rankings because anything can happen. There's Especially in a one and done. Right. There's it's always room for that slipper to fit on Cinderella's foot. And at right. any time any big program can be upset. I right. do think that this would be a good year because you look at the thoroughbreds, the bluebreds that are down this year. Yeah, This would be a good year for Michigan to prove themselves. Um, it's going to take more than an outright Big Ten championship. Yeah. Um, I mean, they had success on the B-line. Let, let's just be honest. They did. So it's not that we were just that far off from being this. It's just I think people did not expect Jawan to do as well as he's doing. Right. Right. Um, the surprise. But when you have a name, he is a Fab Five member. He has been in the NBA. True enough, he won that championship. He was not just the most contributing person right. on the team, right. on the Heat when he won. But that still shows something. He has connections. Right, right. I think him being in the Chrysler Center and him being a former, be, him being a Fab Five, a member of the Fab Five, that holds more weight to me than I think and in his career. That's a, that's a, a great point because remember, he's one of the few members of that Fab Five, well, I guess it was only five of them, that didn't embarrass the university. He wasn't the one that was taking money. He wasn't the one lying on the stands in the grand jury. You know, that wasn't him. He went on to the pros, kept a low profile in the pros. Like you said, he he bandwagoned the championship. He was in the right place at the right time. But he did go on to be an assistant coach there. He's one of the few um, college coaches that can come into your living room and pull up LeBron or D-Wade on FaceTime. He's got NBA, you know, and with kids nowadays, what the hell? That's D Wade, <laughs> right? So it's no, it's in, it's no surprise that he would have three McDonald's All Americans coming in next year, and it would have been one this year if the G League hadn't snatched him. So um, I'm very excited. I'm really nervous because we've been here before, Tasha, in 2014 and 2018, where we get so close. And then, like you said, just one game. All it takes is one game for the three not to fall, one game for the opposing big man to get your big in foul trouble. Just one game to get out coach. For them to say that it wasn't all ball when we know it was all ball by Trey Burke <laughs> on that block. That was a block. And then, and, then, and then to have Louisville get stripped anyway because the coach was in the restaurant getting happy endings. Right. Up under the table. He was out there with craft, get, getting the crafty tug. Getting the crafty tug. 
Right. That was our title anyway. Then speaking of titles, today shut the hell up. And and, and I'm glad that, that, that T Sizzle is here. I want to save this for Wednesday because I want to hear her say shut the hell up. Can we give a shut the hell up to the Illinois fighting the line in their basketball program? I'm sick of y'all. I'm sick of it. We're the Big Ten champs. We ain't sharing shit. We ain't, we ain't sharing nothing. They, they stomped us last Thursday. And we got beat by Michigan State as well. But uh, we weren't trying that game. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I mean, like I said, I'm just... The, back in the day before they had all this BCS nonsense, how you used to have to share the national championship. Yeah. Like, this is the stupidest thing on earth to have to share the national championship. Like, no, it, it, if you have an outright winner, if one person wins, then that person needs to be the champ. And the other person, like you said, needs to <laughs> shut the hell up. I was going to say even Bella was mad about that. That was Bella telling uh, Illinois to shut the hell up, y'all. <laughs> you tell him, Bella. Hey, get him, Donnie. Get him, Donnie. I told you to keep it. She doesn't want your greasy head anymore. <laughs> now, for the people who had been following Big Ten basketball, the whole controversy came because Michigan had to take a COVID pause for three weeks. They didn't play as many games as Illinois. So they agreed prior to the season starting that they're going to go by win percentage which Michigan won despite losing to Illinois in their one and only matchup, which wasn't close. It was a beatdown in Chrysler Center. I'll give them that. So now they're crying and angling, saying that they have more wins in the Big Ten Conference than we have, but we have a better winning percentage because we lost fewer games. Um, shut the hell up, Illinois. See us Sunday they, on they CBS. Those same provisions for – that other school, right? When when they wanted them to be in, when they wanted them to be in the championship game, they made the provisions for that other school. So those same provisions need to work for us as well. That's, and do you know that opinion. that right that school that you speak of, they are paused right now because of COVID. Right now, mm-hmm. what the hell are they doing up there? And, yep. and suck our nation. Well, Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. What are they doing up there? But um, so with that being said, we're gonna go ahead and close the show one more time. Uh, our sponsor, so we can shout it out for the people who didn't join us at the start of the show. It's May James Coffee. That's M A E J A N E S Coffee dot com. Uh, yes. well, again, you can go on there and order all of your different coffees, your Colombian, your Honduran, and your Brazilian blend coffees. And like I said, you can do it online, and she makes everything fresh, and she sends it to you. And also, again, have a friend of mine that I'd like to plug, um, Busy Kicks, and I do have his information this week. Awesome. Facebook, Facebook.com slash B I. Z-Y-K-I-C-K-Z, Busy Kicks, and it's a guy named Will. What he does, he re, um, he redoes your, your shoes. Like those of you who are sneakerheads, if you want to get your shoes redone, he also has a cleaner. Like you can go on there, order the cleaner, and it cleans your shoes. 
okay. to make them look like new. You can actually have that order and he'll deliver it to you. He wraps it you up know and what? says sometimes it looks like marijuana when he get it in the package, but it's not. He's not moving weight. <laughs> I was because you did call him the plug earlier. You know? Um, but no, for, so for all you fellas out there, it's it's almost crispy white season. It's almost springtime when it's time to break out your khaki shorts, your polos, and your crispy whites. You want to get this spray, keep your shoes looking fresh because, um, you know, th th this economy ain't like it used to be. So make sure you support these B.O.B.s. Tasha T. Right. Sizzle ain't no hump day without the, 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 the queen, the hit maker herself in the house. It was a pleasure to have you on board. You stay dry out there. And uh, next Wednesday, man, we finna hit y'all in the head again. It's the, the extra point with T. With T. Sizzle. Oh. Peace. <laughs>